sure that we come to this, it's awesome what we can learn and how we can grow. One of the things that has happened to Christian people, and I'm talking church people, there is a scripture says when Paul was talking to some believers and he asked them, had you been filled with the Holy Ghost since ye been saved? And they said, no, we haven't heard of such thing. And so we want to talk about that. There are people still in churches today that don't really understand the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, and what the Holy Spirit's job is for us. Because see, usually when people talk a lot about God this, God this, God this, they're really just giving lip service. Because once you, once you know who God is and have the Holy Spirit in your life, you talk by the way you live, not by your mouth. You see, and you've all heard me say, when people talk this or that, I just turn them off quick. Now tell me what the Holy Spirit is doing to, to uh, refine your life and what it is doing for you. So we have to go back to some of the promises. God, remember, I've told you and taught you all, there's two things God can't do is lie and fail. And so when I read the scriptures, I want to read the scriptures and uh, uh, get all the promises that he's promised us. I'm going to say me, that he's promised. I want to live on his promises, okay? I want to live on his promises. And one of the promises he made is, and you can go back to Joel, the uh, 2, 28, 29, and he says, afterwards I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy as your young and old men will have dreams and dreams, and your young men will uh, see visions. And we need this now. I call a vision a spiritual revelation. We, we have to see further than what we're seeing through the human eyes. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to see beyond. And so even, he says, even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. And in some churches, they've gotten confused. They only think that, the Holy Spirit is poured out on men. But the scripture says that he would pour out his on all and that he says men and women. So this, this message is for everyone of you in here. There are too many people trying to do things on their own. You'll never make it. You'll never make it. You, 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 you won't make it. You, you have to have assistance. You have to have help. God would not have given us, and we'll get into this scripture, the Holy Spirit uh, in the names of the different names we're going to talk about here if he didn't think we needed it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it is time for, there was a uh, pastor, Stavernston, used to say years ago when I first got in church, playing time is over. Many of you know there's a lot of things that went on in this church. People have had to deal with certain situations and circumstances in here. Yes, there's people have had to deal with a, a lot of situations and circumstances in this church. And see, you can't get, let me tell you, there is no promise in the Bible where everybody is going to have a life of roses. It's not in there. Now, but here's the one thing, Christ Temple North people. I'm only talking to those that take me as they pastor. All right, some of you are, you know, your members, but you, I'm not your pastor. You come here for other reasons. But now, all of you all, before you say amen, you know, I'm only talking to those that I'm your pastor. Because as your pastor, God has given me the authority to challenge you. You know that. So here's the thing. We in this church that under Pastor Fields, 
are not survivors. Ask me why. We live in victory. We live in victory over here. You see? And if you really know the gospel, even if you saved, right? If you die, you live in victory because you're going to be with the Lord. Come on, amen to that. So we, we yeah, so don't, don't get at me and say, Pastor, your old folks used to say, how you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm flying, but not high kicking, but low. You see? You see, understand what I'm saying? We don't do that over here because we live in victory. We don't survive. You want to hear something? something? Say, Pastor, yes. yes. You know, I'm on a trial for this infusion. I'm the only person that's made five rounds. Wow. Only person that's made five rounds. Right? I only have one more to go. Well, God does his part. Here's what you don't want to hear. I have to do my part. You see? You see, because it works together. And so what we are over here now, if we're going to be victorious in everything in life, then that means we got to have some help. You know, none of you know what's going to happen to you in the next few hours, less than on the rest of your life. But let me tell you, one thing I can promise you, you, you will be victorious over it. No matter what it is, you will be victorious over it. You will be able to handle it. Now, I tell people all the time, we can deal with stuff. We just don't fall apart, but we grieve. Yes. And you're crazy if you don't grieve. You say, God gives you ears, excuse me, eyes for two things, tears for two things, one for grieving and for rejoicing. So there's a time to grieve and a time to rejoice, right? But we have victory. When we are grieving, we have victory. And when we rejoice, we have victory. Because, you know, so nobody in here anymore can say, Pastor, oh, I'm just surviving. No, not here. That means you belong to the church down the street and you're a visitor here. <laughs> All right? And so what we're doing is he said he'd pour out his spirit. And if we saved in here, and, if, and, and God, you got to get saved, folks. And it's pretty simple, taking Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you know that, or coming up to one of the ministers and they can help you with that. And you ministers, they don't need to hear a sermon. Go by what the scripture says, period. Just taking Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, all right, being sorry for your sins, repenting of your sins, and asking him to be the Lord of your life. That's saved, period. That's what the scripture says. So, but we want to, I want to talk to you this morning about the presence of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. When the presence of the Holy Spirit comes in your life as a believer, you have a new birth. Say that, new birth. New birth. So, so uh, that's why we say born again. Now, some people have gone to church and had a experience with the Holy Spirit, but they haven't been born again. You see, you understand it? Because when you're born again, you have a new birth. And if you have a new birth, that means you have to have a new DNA. And if you have a new DNA, then there has to be a person uh, that gives you a part of them, and that's God, Christ giving us a part of us, which is the third party of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. Are, are, are we getting it? Yes. So, so, we, so we here are, are different now. So we're going to, now remember, this is all about the presence of the indwelling Holy Spirit in the believer. And that indwelling of the Holy Spirit in a new believer gives that person, you become a new creature, you can say that, uh, in Christ, so I'm a new somebody. All right? Old things pass away and all things become new. There ought to be some changes in your life. You ought to be with me. Are you, are you all are taking notes? Some of you are taking, some of you are not, but 
the ones you need to be taking notes, but I'm going to promise you something. You're going to need it. You're going to need it. Don't get in church and get comfortable. Get in church, get uncomfortable. You see, so that when trouble comes, you can be comfortable because you know what to do, when to do, how to do, and where to do. Come on here, say amen to that. Amen. All right, so one of the great, Jesus was an incredible, he tried, he's, he's very simple. You know, when you go take theology, you, you take a whole lot of stuff and all these classes, and you get your doctor's degrees and all those degrees, but there's one person that talks, you ain't got to have a degree, because Jesus talked to simple people in a simple way. And so we go in John 14, 16 and 17, because we want to talk about this, this Holy Spirit thing. And they told me I had done this not too long ago, and I said, well, if it's not too long ago, it's been too long. <laughs> All right, here That's we right. go. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. And that's in the red. All right, he says, and I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. So in other words, if Jesus Christ said he'd pray to the Father, he'd give us another comforter, there's going to be some situations in our life where we need to be comforted. You see, we do the best we can with lip service. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We do the best we can with lip service, but the Holy Spirit gets deeper. No human being can uh, comfort another person's spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can comfort the spirit. We can comfort the mind. And we can say things, but the real comforter is the Holy Spirit. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And he also gives us what? An advocate. He gives us an advocate, and God knows some of us need that. And here's my favorite thing, a helper. He's also giving me a helper. In any situation or circumstance in my life, I need help. I need help. Don't think you're so vain that you don't need help. Because, see, some things, ain't going, some things are not going to move out of your life. I hate to give you the bad news. The good news is you can still live in victory because you've got a helper that will help you get through what you've got to get through. Come on, amen to that. All right? And so what, what he says, and he does this, and if we look at this, a helper. And the one thing that I need, and I, I, I am so glad that God is, has given me the helper, the Holy Spirit in the form of the helper. And also, he says, if you look at it in different versions, a friend. You know, we sing that song, what a friend we have in Jesus. You see, I need a friend. Sometimes I need an advocate. Sometimes I need a helper. Sometimes I need a friend. And then the last one, uh, not the last one, the next one, a counselor. I need him to talk to me, show me, guide me, and direct me how I should deal with this situation and circumstances. Are you with me? And so, you know, a counselor, the, 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 the word counselor is used a lot of times in the scripture, scriptures. And then the last one he says here is a strengthener. I need strength. There's going to be times when I go through a situation where I don't have enough. I need strength. I need strength. And he'll be all of these things to us. Now, listen to me very carefully here. Get this. Sometimes God sends people through the Holy Spirit to be these things to you. But you better make sure you are discerning, use the discerning spirit. Okay, are you all with me? Use the discerning spirit to know who God's sending to you. Because some people are coming up just talking because they, they want to be seen and want to be heard. But God will send you somebody with the, and you can discern with the spirit and the Holy Spirit will work through these people to be able to give you what you need. That's like when we talked about counselor coming in uh, Saturday and the Holy Spirit, because she's a Christian counselor, a, a counselor that is a believer. So we're getting two things. We're getting wisdom from on high, and we're getting knowledge. Amen. Are you with me? 
You should be getting that now. Mm-hmm. All right, so well, yeah, a good thing that I'm strong enough that I don't need helpers to get this message done. All right, here we go. And he gives us those things so that he may abide with you forever. And he gives us those things so that he may abide with you forever. Why do you say that? Because he knows that all those things, name them again. A comforter, mm-hmm. advocate, mm-hmm. helper, friend, counselor, and strengthener. See, he gives us these things so that he would abide forever. Because I'm going to tell you, every day in your life, you're going to need one or the other. You don't get past it. If you just need one, you're in good shape. But you're going, to, you're, going to need, you're going to need them. And so when he says, I'll supply you every need, here you go. Mm-hmm. All right? You need a friend? He'll send you a friend. Now, in the old church, we think, what a friend we have in Jesus. But hold on now. God will send you a friend in the flesh, a person to befriend you. Do you remember when Paul was quite something, wasn't he? Wasn't he a good? Yeah. Who, didn't people listen to him? Nobody would have listened to Paul because of who? Barnabas. They didn't listen to Paul, did they? And who stepped in? Barnabas said, hey, listen to this guy. You see? I wouldn't have listened to him either. Well, you wouldn't if you had good sense. He was killing you, putting you in jail. But he had that transition. Only Barnabas knew that he had the transition. They said, no, we don't want to deal with this dude. Barnabas said, he's okay now. He's been born again. Come on here. So you learned something there, right? All right, so we, 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 if everybody's sitting in here, you know why you're here? Because God wanted you to be here. You see? So he's telling you today through me that there's something you need. And then he said, I'll be that need for you. All right? All right. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. And the spirit, that's a tough one. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwells with you, and he shall be in you. That's right. You see, he dwells with you, and he shall be in you. Mm-hmm. See, so in the Old Testament, he was with Israel, right? You can say amen, because I've studied it. He was with Israel, okay? Right. But in the New Covenant, not only is he with you, the Holy Spirit is in you. Say amen. Amen. All right. Receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, a divine personality. And I need that. I need to receive the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and a divine personality. See, I need to work through the personality of the Holy Spirit, you see, and not Johnny. Sometimes you all have to hear Johnny because you ain't hearing the Holy Spirit. But anyway, you see, But I need that. Yeah, who comes to make his home in us. That's what it says. That's scripture, folks. The Holy Spirit comes and makes his home in us. Do you know? Now, this is is from the gospel of Johnny Fields. Okay? You might want to use it because it's pretty good. It's from the gospel of Johnny Fields. You know what what my prayer is? I talk to the Holy Spirit. And I tell the Holy Spirit, and we're going to get the temple over here in a minute because I'm getting ahead of myself. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit dwells in me. I tell the Holy Spirit, now you got to deal with this. You got to deal with this infusion. I tell the Holy Spirit, you own this body. This is your body. You dwell in this body, and I want you, know, you have to take care of that. 
that is your responsibility according to the word of God. Hallelujah. According to the word of God that you dwell in here, that your home's in here. And I'm going to give you scriptures for it. So if his home's in here, he's got the power to run anything out of my body. Don't blow that. Right? You see? Now, I don't know about you all. Now, this is how I am. If you, if you come to my house unannounced, you don't get in. So you, you better call ahead, and then I'll figure out if I want you to get in. If you got the Holy Spirit takes care of my temple, and he only lets what's in that he would have in. He takes out what he would take out. Okay? I'm using myself. You all, it's good for your pastor to be able to say that, that he's the only one with this thing is fine because how many other people is that going to help? Right. Say, so be honest, pastor. Because you know black folks don't go and take trials. Right. Oh, that's just a fact. Don't get in here and get all scared to say amen. The Christians are something. <laughs> wow. You see, but God may have chosen this one to be the one to say it's okay, you can do that. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. You see? All right. So the indwelling presence is a guiding force. It's a see the indwelling presence is thank you is a guiding force. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a guiding force. Mm -hmm. So if the indwelling presence is a guiding force, then he will guide you physically, mm -hmm. mentally, right. spiritually, emotionally, yes. and financially. Yes. Now, you know, folks don't hear that financial one. Right. Right. Yeah, see, so if you're in here and you're in financial problems, you just listen to self, not the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit won't drive you into poverty. Right. Come on here. Emotionally, he won't, you know, people have emotional experiences. He ain't about that. He's about getting you to help you, to get strengthen you, to help you to get out of that thing. Yeah. All right? Y'all with me? Amen. And I need him if I'm going... I, you see, the Holy Spirit helps me develop a relationship with my wife and vice versa. Some people, you see, my, my, my wife would tell you she trusts me in, in finance, to handle finance. I'll just use that. So the Holy Spirit has revealed to her that that's the guy you need to let do this. I trust my wife in these, because I can't even pronounce them words they be telling me I'm in. I don't even know what this thing is I'm taking. <laughs> she knows. She does that. She loves studying that. She deals with that. I trust her when she tells me, you need to eat this, not eat that. Don't like it, but I trust that, that God has given her the wisdom. Come on here to help me. So this is where it's at. So if you lack it in your life and in the area, quit lying on God. God ain't testing you. You got yourself in that mess. You see? Do you understand? Am I doing all right? We see, yes, thank you, thank you. I'm glad one somebody in here like you. <laughs> and it says it, it's an indwelling. He's an indwelling. He is a guiding force. Guide me, Lord. I want guide God, Lord. Guide me in every area of my life. Mentally guide me. Spiritually guide me. Emotionally guide me. Financially guide me. Guide me in every area of my life. And this is what, because see, I know He wants me. God wants me to be successful because God is for me. God is, is with me. God is in me. God the Holy Ghost is for me. God the Holy Ghost is with me. God the Holy Ghost is in me. Say that. God the Holy Ghost is God the Holy Ghost is with. And God the Holy Ghost is 
and me. Yeah. You can't, you can't do nothing wrong with that if you follow the spirit. You see, some people say they follow the spirit, and I ask, which one? <laughs> if you follow the Holy Spirit, you can't do no wrong because the Holy Spirit's not going to fail you. The Holy Spirit's going to be there. And let me tell you why most people don't make it. They have excuses. You see, they have excuses. The Holy Spirit doesn't have any excuses. You know, you know what I tell y'all? Coach Field says, yes, sir, no, sir, no excuse, sir. That's how we live in Christ Temple North. We don't do that. So, but we're under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Some of you sitting in here, you're going through things now. You need this lesson. The rest of them are smiling. They're going to need it. You see? See, sometimes uh, uh, I was talking to, I can't think of which one of my members was talking to, about a situation, a circumstance they were going through. And, oh, she don't mind, it was Belinda. She was telling me, because I always tell the people the tools. Y'all got to use your tools. She said she's got one of them tool things she keeps. <laughs> she wears her tool, tool kit right around her waist. You all know what that is. If you ever seen somebody doing something, they need plowers, got it. Need a screwdriver, got it. Need a wrench, got it. They able to carry their tools with them. Here's what, here's what, come on here now. We carry our tools with us. When I need an advocate, got it. When I need a helper, got it. When I need a friend, got it. When I need a counselor, got it. When I need strength, got it. So you got to keep it with you. Keep your tools with you. Come on, Christ Temple Lord. You got to keep your tools with you. The Holy Spirit will give you everything you need. It is Satan is a liar, the father of lies, when he tells you what you can't do and oh, quit listening to him. And the next lie is self. Get out of self and allow the Holy Spirit to take over your life and control your life. Come on here. Yeah. There ain't no such thing as I can't. I did make a mistake once. I always told my kids, don't, there ain't no such thing as I can't. And Isaac's back here laughing, and my daughter came to me and said, well, Daddy, you say I can't. Well, why can't I fly like a bird? <laughs> she was that one. <laughs> All right, where am I at? The next page? The next page. All right. God is with us and for us. God is with us and for us. Say that. God, God is, put is with us and for us. All right, now put it to you. Personal. Take it personal. God is with me and God is All right. But we also have something better. God is in us. Not only is he with us, he is in us. God is actually making his home in our bodies as his temple. That's right. So at his temple. So you, you listen to me. This is God's temple. You see, and there's nothing, there's nothing that can happen to me unless he allows it to be. Because he's the owner of this temple. You see, and we know we're going to get old and things are happening and that's, that's just part of life. Yeah. You see, I tell you all, all the time, you don't get out of this thing alive. You see, but the key to it is why I yet live. I need the Holy Spirit to be, be with me and in me. I love that. I want my body to be his temple. And if it's his temple, say what else, Pastor? What else, Pastor? Then it's his responsibility. Amen. See, if it's his temple, it's his responsibility. It's his responsibility to counsel me and tell me what doctor to go to, what medication to take, what to do, because that's a part of life. You know, Luke was a doctor. I mean, God, God believes in doctors and all this kind of stuff, and medications don't get silly until you fool around and die. You, better, you see, something, we're getting older. 
You see, my body's getting older, so there's some things that's wear and tear. You see, you understand? You all don't understand wear and tear. Now, I had to put new tires on Sister Gwen's car because the old ones had what? Too much wear and tear. Well, the same thing with the body. But now God renews me until he says, well, uh, it's time for you now to get ready to go on to the end. I hope it ain't soon. All right? Because you believe in the Holy Ghost? Where does he live at? All right. That's good teaching here, folks. That's good teaching here, folks. You see? You see? See, I like it when them guys make them touchdowns and they got, I won't do it, God. (laughs) They do a dance. I know this is a touchdown. I'm spiking it from the back. Boom. (laughs) You see? Because you got to know sometimes you feel so good about feeling so good and about the message you give because you know it works. You know it works. And God uses you as an example to allow other people to see him working in your life, working in your body, strengthening your body, your body being able to do things that others haven't done. It's a privilege for God sometimes to use you to be an advocate to somebody else because you can't be an advocate to somebody else. You ain't been where they've been. I don't want nobody to come up to me telling me how I should deal with cancer and ain't had it. You see, because I'm going to tell them where to go. See, y'all went there. I didn't go there. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> now let's turn to 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 from the King okay. James. Oh, yeah. Ye know not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? That's the question. That's the question. Ye know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. And it's got a question mark. That's scripture. Don't you know it? Do you know it? Amplified. And Amplified puts it this way. Do you not know and understand? And what? Know and understand. Mm-hmm. That's right. Huh? Lean not to your own understanding, but get an understanding. Do ye not know and understand that you, the church, the church, that's what it says there, yes. the church, are God's temple, his sanctuary. The church is God's temple and God's sanctuary. And we the church, the people. But let me tell you where we get confused. This was a building at one time until God consecrated it and made it a place of worship. That's why people ought to watch how they dress how they walk in God's church, because it's still the temple of God, because he consecrated it and dedicated it as a place of worship, and we failed as Christians. We get, so we treat the church the same as a nightclub. I'm, you see, boy, you get quiet when you start telling folks the truth. Sure did. I like it when they get quiet, it's the truth, right? That's right. All right, because we at Christ Temple North want to live at a higher standard. You see, we're not average. How can you be a Christian and be average? That's a lie. We're not average. I was average when I was in the street. You see, I came in here and I'm going to be average? No way. You see, I know there's some parents in here that don't want their kids getting C's. You ain't average. You know better than that. You're better than that. Some of y'all done said it. They got quiet. Well, maybe they didn't say it. That's why they're getting F's and D's, huh? Right, right. Go ahead. ahead. All right. God's spirit has this permanent dwelling in you. He's got his, once you get saved, he dwells in your way. 
permanently. He don't leave you. You just don't listen to him. I need him permanently with me. I need his spirit with me permanently. All right? And here's the key. To be at home in you collectively as a church and also individually. He wants as a church. All of us as a church and individuals. People come saying, I'm going to church. I said, no, you should be the church going to the sanctuary. Are you with me? Yes. All right. All right. So now 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19 from the Amplified. And I keep, you saying, Pastor, you keep repeating yourself. That's because I'm going to make sure you get it. How many of you all in here are football fans? Amen. Right, you're going to watch the Chiefs tonight, I think it is, mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you know that they, they don't put new plays in every week? They keep working on the ones they had until they perfect it. That's why I keep doing this. Until we get it. We're going to work on this until we get it. Period. You see? And then when we get in a situation, we know what to do. Allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. It's a blitz. You better know what you're doing. You see? And he can adjust the forces. It's called alignment in football. The forces to protect you. You see, nobody's great. You see, you think Mahomes is great? He's only as great as that foot right off his line. Yeah, if he thinks he's great, they ought to go sit down and say, all right, you're on your own. <laughs> you see, we need to be protected. Period. So when the forces come, the Holy Spirit will protect our bodies, our minds, our souls, and our spirit. And he's got to protect our bodies. Ask me why. You just read, you said his... It's, it's his temple. So he's got to protect his temple. It's, I wish I was sitting out here and enjoying this good message. Right, right. Man. Good message. Go ahead. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you, whom you've received as a gift from what? God? It's a gift from God. There's something, but it's a gift from God. Your, the Holy Spirit, is a gift from God. Now, you want to upset Pastor Fields, let me give you something and you mistreated. It'll be your last gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God. God is giving you that gift. Thank you. Honor it. Honor it. Honor that gift. All right? And that you are not your own property. Whoa. Well, I'm not my own property. And I'm glad I'm not my own property. That God, because God will take care of me because he belongs to him. Are you with me? All right. Now, verse 19 and 20 from the message puts it this way. Didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place? Whoa. Didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place? Wouldn't this be a good message for all of you all to sit down and talk with your sons and daughters? We need to teach our young men that. That those, those little girls' bodies is sacred. Need to teach young girls that, that their bodies are sacred. Don't get, I'm just telling you what the scripture says. Don't be getting upset at me. You see? Your bodies are sacred. They ask you why. I said it belongs to God. That's right. And it's the place of the Holy Spirit. And it is the place of the Holy Spirit. I love that. Don't you see? 
that you can't live however you please. That's what the scripture said. You can't live however you please because it doesn't belong to you. You see? Squandering what God paid such a high price for. God paid, you squandering what God paid for such a high price for? You ought to be walking around feeling great about it. God paid, look in the mirror when you get home and say, God paid, paid such a great price for this. You see, tell your children to do that when they come home and what's that thing they call abuse? Kids run off at the mouth and kids get insecure. Take your bullying and all that run off. Now take your kids and say, look in the mirror. Pull out the Bible and say, this is what God did for you. Forget about them. This is what God did for you. Come on. Amen. And somebody in here, man or woman, quit being man pleases, woman pleases. I'm trying, I try to look good for me. You see, I'm good for me, you know. I ain't trying to look for nobody else. I don't have to because there's only one I have to please is God. All right. Now, verse 20 says, the physical part of you is not some piece of property Whoa. belonging to the spiritual part of you. Hmm. God That's, owns the whole work. He owns your mind, your spirit. Your mind. He owns the whole work. There's no part of you that he doesn't belong to him. That's right. God owns the whole work. So let people see God in and through your body. Amen. Let them see you. Sometimes the only Bible some people read is your life. Is your life. It's something I used to think that it was bad when, when uh, uh, someone would say, you know, I just like your style. I'd like to be able to minister like you when I first started. I said, it's bad. No, that was okay because it needed somebody to look like them. Somebody to act like them. You see, so that teaches them. Why do you think you're here? What is a disciple? How can you be a disciple and not disciple people? They don't need a sermon. They need to look at you. And they look at you and say, I want to live like you live. I want the peace that you have, the love that you have. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, I listen to ministers, quite a few ministers, and I look at how they uh, present uh, their scriptures and it motivates me and it, and it makes me feel good to see how some of those tremendous ministers are so good at what they do. You see, I like the way they do. I, I enjoy the way they do and sometimes, guess what? I take some of the information and I give it to you. Yes, you see? Mm -hmm. All right. If somebody didn't read the Bible to say that's not right, but it is. I think Paul said one time he was telling the people, I wish that all men were like me. Look it up when you get home because I don't want to make it easy for you. He said that. <laughs> didn't he say that? You see, because he was living a lifestyle, a pattern that he wasn't afraid that other people could live like him, then they would walk like Christ, would have them to walk like Christ. Amen. Amen. You see? 2 Corinthians 6 and 16. What agreement is there between the temple of God and the idols? Yeah, there's... 
For we are the temple of the living God. We are the temple of the living God. We are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will dwell among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And that's what we want here in Christ Temple North. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And then I wanted to end because you've heard us say this many, many times. You heard pastors say, we, we live in victory. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, I'm just hanging on. No, no, no. You, if you're hanging on in here, you need to hang alone. <laughs> because we don't do that up in here. Mm -hmm. we, we ain't into that up in here. No, 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 no. Because, see, if we just hanging on and we say we saved and we baptize in the Holy Spirit, we tell them to lie. Because the Holy Spirit ain't just hanging on. The Holy Spirit, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit has given me something and has given you something to make you victorious. The Bible wouldn't want us to live a victorious life if God didn't make a plan to live a victorious life. First John 4 and 4, 4 King James, ye are of God, Christ took north, mm -hmm. and it overcome. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to put Christ Temple North there. Okay. Go ahead. Ye are of God, Christ Temple North, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Say amen to that. Amen. Say amen to that. Because Christ Temple North is. So if we have the seed of greatness in us that God has put on us, we ain't just hanging on. Because we, we, we ain't just surviving. Well, I'm just surviving. Not here. Because we live in victory. Period. Yeah, there's going to be things in our life, dark clouds are going to come in your life. That's just life. There's going to be some dark clouds. There's going to be some tough times. There's going to be some rough circumstances and situations in your life. But the Bible has promised us we will get over it. And then sometimes Satan Satan will come and try to put things in our life. Who is that? Who is that of the world? That is Satan because he's the God of this world. But the Bible says we are greater than Satan. So there's nothing in this world that can defeat us. Christ Temple North. Right. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. Amen. Last scripture. Second Corinthians four and four from Amplified. Among them, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers. And so that's why we don't deal with unbelievers. They don't get it because they can't see it. They can't see it because they're unbelievers. But we are believers. We can see victory in the midst of a storm. Yes, we can. We'll grieve. Yes, that's a part of life. We've grieved, but we won't fall apart because at the end, we know that we're going to overcome because we were born again, born again to be overcomers. That's right. Say, Satan, you're a liar. Satan, you're a liar. You will never hinder me. You will never hinder me. You're under my feet. You're under my feet. Because greater is he. Because greater is he. That is in me. That is in me. Than you. That is in the world. Period. All right. right. So we're greater than Satan according to the scriptures. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? I don't, I don't know where I'm at. He is blinded to prevent them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Satan don't want people to see the glory of Christ. He don't want them to see that because if he, if they, if they see that, 
They're going to get baptized by the Holy Spirit. They're going to give their life to Christ, get baptized by the Holy Spirit and have more power than he has. He wants us powerless. He wants them powerless. The only way he can keep them powerless is keep them blind. Keep them blind. But not us. Because we see who God is in us. And we accept that power. I think I'm not done, right? Yes, that glory of Christ is the image of God. That's right. Mm -hmm. Who's your God? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Give God a hand clap.